Good Up is our space to talk about those experiences in life we didn't know we all had in common. We're the after work happy hour conversation with your best friend. The place where you bring up the hard parts of life, the ones that made you laugh, and the things that made you who you are. Because who said becoming good up wasn't a little bit uncomfortable? Stay tuned for more information about this week's episode. Hey, beautiful people, and welcome back. It's your girl, Hey Isa. Deidre's here. Somewhere. We're all, we're all drinking. <laughs> Um, we have a special guest on today's episode and I'm going to let her introduce herself because her name speaks for itself. And I've been waiting for this moment since I started the podcast. I'm so excited that she's on. It's your girl. Go ahead. Where you at, girl? (laughs) Hey, y'all. It's Indy Monet, the baddest. Yes! Listen, if you don't end your name with the baddest, are you even the baddest? Like, you are the baddest. Are you even? I don't work that well. (laughs) You can't think you're the baddest if you don't end your name with the baddest, okay? You gotta feel it from within. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So, India, tell us about yourself. What do you do? Where can we find you? Okay, so um, I would just call myself just like the ultimate media maven. Um, I'm a digital producer. I have a YouTube channel. I'm a content creator. I have a podcast that I, I hopefully can, you know, can reboot that. So I just do a lot of things. And y'all can uh, find me at India Monet, India like the country. And then Monet is M-O-N-E-E. And that's Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all that. IndiaMonet.com, all that. <laughs> oh, good. I'm literally searching for you right now. Y'all, India is literally... She so I won't say she's the reason I went to PV, but India is what made me want to go to PV. So short short story, short story before we start the episode. Um I already was planning on transferring to PV, which is where India and I both went to undergrad. And I was transferring more because I had to and less because I wanted to, because I needed to finish school. And I went on YouTube and I was like, well, what do the dorms look like? And what does this look like? And India had this video. I think it was like a dorm tour. I can't remember which video it was. Wow. Yeah, I did a dorm tour. Yeah. And I was like, this girl is funny. And then I was like, oh, these dorms look, this is better than what I had at my first school. So, okay. But just, yeah, she, she made me want to go. And then, of course, met her there. Um, you graduated from the communications department. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, I was an English major. So, like, we graduated from more or less the same department. Um, but, yeah, like, India's lit. And if you're not following her channel, then you, you like, you're missing out. So, get yeah, your shit together. Me, yeah. I'm literally yeah, fixing my life as we speak. Okay. Thank you. How is the content queen? So if she said it, I feel like, wow, let me put on my crown. Yeah. <laughs> like, I live for Hey Isa's approval. <laughs> I'm like, I, oh, I, I, I didn't I come over I'm not the content queen yet. Call, wait, no, talk to me at like the end of 2020. And then you I'm be coming like, through with like these wild ass self portraits. And I'm like, Hey Isa, you can please stop pretending like you don't have a whole invisible human over there photographing you because you are a literal artist and I'm just like shook at all times. Listen, that self timer is, is the truth. One day we're going to do a whole podcast episode on how to get your shit together for the internet. How about that? Yes, please. I need it. I need it. Let's bring a guest that could school me. 
All right. So today's episode is more on the casual side. I know for the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about some serious issues. Mine, I think minus the whole phase episode. That wasn't serious at all. That was not serious. <laughs> but like right after that, like back to back, we were just talking about some heavy stuff. And girl, like. Yeah. So today, to- today we want to talk about the shenanigans. Um, yes. We are going to talk about situationships. Today's episode is called What the Fuck is Talking? Because although I am engaged, I still want to know what the fuck is talking? I just questions. This episode is for the girls who are dating that guy who when you ask, what are we? He says, we talking, we chilling, we enjoying ourselves. This episode is for you. This episode is for the guys who when you ask your girl, what are we? She says, we friends. Well, let me tell you, let me just make a quick little public service announcement. If you have to ask, what are we? That's not your person. Yeah, you single. <laughs> not your man, sis. Oh, I was just having a whole event session today with Glennis. I said, Glennis, you know, I'm not a what are we as bitch. That's what I don't call it. Like, you know, those what are we people? I've yeah, never yeah. been a what are we as bitch. I, I refuse. But also, I'm yeah. probably just a trash ass individual. So that's actually my first question is, have you, you know, I, we call these situationships. So a situationship is when you're doing more or less everything that somebody would do if they had the title, if they were in a relationship. But... For some reason, either unknown to you, yeah, it ain't that you, you're not in a relationship, you don't have a title, it's not official, it's a situation, and you're in a situationship. So, my question to you guys is, have you ever been in a situationship? You go first. I want to be a gracious host. India, you go first. (laughs) Yes, because, hey, I know I'm trash. (laughs) You know what I'm about to come on here and say. (laughs) entire pv career was a situation like one after another after another like i was just like what's wrong with me but i feel like like we said like a lot of young girls i just feel like the shenanigans it stopped i'm gonna say 23 at, at a certain age you just have to know like or you have to just level up your your discernment like what am i doing wrong what can i change because obviously these niggas not shit so you you got to get yourself together but my, I say the biggest situation I had was at PV, and it was horrible. The guy, I met him freshman year. It, it's a typical PV. Met him freshman year. He dropped out by the second semester of his freshman year, but he was up there every weekend at every party. He lived in Houston, and I was driving back and forth 50-plus miles to the hood. I'm not even going to say hood because I don't even want to like <laughs> You know, but he is he not listening, but he know who he is and my friends know who he is and I just put in too too much time and effort. We we can get into it, but that how how old were you? I was 18. 18, then wow. 19. You you know when you're 18. When you're 18, you don't be knowing shit. Yeah. You don't be knowing nothing about nothing. Okay. You, you okay. don't. You don't mean no- so here's the thing. Hey, as a nose, that when I was 18 and 19 and those young ages, I was always like in a full on relationship. Okay. I was very aggressive in my, I was like, oh, we like each other. We're romantic. Use my mind. Like, that's it. It was just no questions asked. Um, But in between my men, I was very casual, if that makes sense. So like at 18, I was, you know, I was casual. I was fooling around with whoever I wanted to fool around with. And obviously I was not looking for a man. So that was fun. But then when I found my baby daddy, I liked him and decided you're my man. Like, and he was trying to do that. Well, 
you know, let's take our time. He's a lot older than me, so he was trying to be all mature and shit. And he was like, you know, we just mad and let's take our time. Let's make sure we want this. I said, there's nothing to decide, sir. You are my man. And we were together for like six years. And then so you're, we, you're not in situationships, you're the situation. I'm the nigga, we together or we not, right? So, <laughs> so, but here's what happened. We spent so many years together that by the time we were done, I was so over these niggas and I was like running from relationships. So I like companionship. I'd be wanting to be booed up, but... Right. The, the, is it the title? The, I just, right. sir, I don't belong to you. I'm not your property. We enjoy each other in all these ways, but I'm not your, I don't, I'm not yours. We just enjoy each other. So I would, um, I was, I was the girl who was constantly like bobbing and weaving and avoiding a question. I dated a guy for like two years and he would, I think maybe three times in those two years that we were involved with each other. It was very much. So what are we? And it's like, what are we? What are we not? What we're not is a couple. (laughs) We're alive. We're blessed. We're We're having a good time. You know what I want? Yo. We're blessed and Let me tell y'all what my favorite thing was to tell him, which was true. I will be honest. This was the truth. For one, I was not in a mental place to be in a relationship, like to be in a serious, committed relationship. I was very aware of that. And so for that, I'm like, I don't want to commit to a relationship when I know I don't have enough to offer. So I was very vocal about that. I was like, dude, like, I like you. We're having a good time, but I don't have anything to give to a relationship right now. Like, I don't want... I have too much going on in my life. I'm in a very like serious transitional period of my life and a relationship. There's no room in that for an actual. Okay. Try again. Let me take off my watch because Siri's trying to play me, (laughs) but I was just in a very transitional state and I was like, sir, this is, it's just not feasible right now. So I'm a perpetual. But but at that time, I was like 26, 27, you know, by the time oh, I was okay. in situationships where I wanted no business with the relationship, I was grown, grown. I was 26, 27. So, you know, yeah, I have learned to be that way. I've been in a handful. Um, I think, yeah, I, it's easy to enter a situationship when you're young and immature right. and you sort of, especially, I will say, especially for women, like, I feel like men know that they can manipulate you and sort of give you like the halfway, like, because a lot of women think like, maybe if I hang around enough or if I'm down to like do this casual shit, like then I'll get the title. Like we, we sort of be wanting to work for it a lot of the time. Um, So I've been in a lot of those situations where like, it was like a friends with benefits type thing. And I liked the person and I wanted the title, but they might not have, but they were still doing the like, oh, I'll come over to your place and we'll hang out. And at the time, of course, you can't see that there's a very, there's a difference between a dude who wants to be your man and a dude who is just trying to get some ass. And I really couldn't see the difference at times. Um, But then I also have been in situationships where it was, like, clear on both ends. Like, I don't want to be nobody woman. Like, we're we're here. We're enjoying ourselves. That's about it. Um, And it's funny because I've had a few of those situationships turn into, like, when I decided to go and start dating somebody else, they were on some, like, oh... I was just about to ask you, boy. If you don't, be my you know, my fi- I was like, bitch, well, it's just about two million. Like, what the yeah. fuck do you mean? You know what I like to tell people? Keep it, G- keep it. Yeah, keep that. Keep shit. it. Like what you? That ain't nothing. I can't do nothing with that. 
I can do a thing with that. Keep it. So, and I was about to hang up this motherfucking phone, nigga. Like, what the fuck you think this is? Like, no, you weren't about to do it. I want to know though. What the fuck is a title? What What is a title? What is What does titles do for us? What do they do for the girls? Honestly, do y'all feel like there's a difference? Like, does a does the title matter? Because, of course, you know, sometimes we enjoy these situationships mm-hmm. and we realize that they can bring us value and they can be enjoyable. Um, but sometimes, like, people get tired of that shit. And I think a lot of the, the opinions that I see on the internet are, like, women feeling like men avoid titles, right? Mm-hmm. Like, men have commitment phobia. And then I see some people say, like, our entire generation has commitment phobia. So do titles matter, like, still? And I know for me to ask this is like wild as fuck because I have the title of all titles. I was about to say, sis, you're literally about to be somebody's entire Yeah, I'm on my way to the title. But (laughs) You just chose a wedding dress. Shut your mouth. I picked that shit up today too. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Oh my God. Every time I think of that dress, I just want to cry. You look so beautiful in that fucking dress. Okay, sorry, sorry. But I have my own, I actually, despite my situation, like I have my own opinion on titles. So, but I want to hear your thoughts and then I'm going to share. (laughs) you go first india i mean i feel like when i was younger i did think that titles matter and as i get older i feel like the titles they do still matter but we don't need as many of them you know i feel like uh, the talking the situation we don't have to put a label on everything and i am in a relationship so like i feel like titles matter in that sense so Mm -hmm. you know do I have the freedom, quote unquote, to talk to other people, to date other people? Yes or no. There needs to be a title then. Because right. if I'm not dating other people, then you're mine and I'm yours. It's not like, you know, I'm just yours and you're not mine. Like, I feel like a title puts the exclusivity on a relationship. Mm-hmm. And what a title does, it tells, well, it should, well, for me, it tells me that this relationship is important to you and I, and we're moving to something else. Because if mm-hmm. we're not, if we don't have a title, and we're not moving toward marriage, then we don't need the title. You yeah. know, then we could just be, you know, right. Like you said, I get that. Off each other the way it goes. Yeah, but I think titles are important because mm-hmm. we need. I, I mean, whether we doing what we doing, we fucking or we boyfriend or girlfriend, we need to have the that mutual agreement. This is what is going on. You know what? I was literally just about to say, I wonder if it's so much the title as everybody just being on common ground. Like as long as we both are on the same page. And that's why I feel like, is it really a title that we're after or is it us making sure that we're both on the same page? You know what I that mean? Yeah, like me personally, I don't chase titles. Um, I chase feelings. Like the way I feel when I'm with you is what matters. And that was always my thing. Like, like if we are both here and we really enjoying each other, that's what matters to me. And as long as we're both clear, as long as we're both being honest with each other, I don't care what's going on, you know, outside of the picture. Back in the day when I was very much, uh, you're mine, we're in a relationship and that's that. That was back when I still had this idea that relationships equaled ownership and I never mm. used that word but now that I look like reflect and I just think about the most common way that relationships tend to go there's usually like this possess possessiveness and the sense of ownership that comes with it I mean I'm like listen you're a whole human being regardless of my title you're gonna do what you want to do you're gonna yeah. be faithful or not you know what I mean yeah. so I've just kind of separated myself from that need to be in a full-on relationship and you're mine and because I'm just like if you want to cheat on me you're gonna cheat on me 
Like, you're going to cheat. So, like, there's nothing I can do to make you not cheat. That's all on you. You know what I mean? So, for me, I don't care so much about titles. Um, When I was very much, like, a heavy situation shipper, what do we call people like me? Trash. Serial daters. Serial daters. Oh, but, like, and the reason why I specifically ran away from telling people, like, yes, let's get in a relationship is because, again, a lot of people mistake relationships for ownership. And then it's like, and this is not me saying that I kind of wanted to um, step out or experience more people, but I just, I went through a period where I felt like there's not enough that one person could do. Like, you might be really fun and great to talk to, but sex with you is boring and I'm having a hard time getting you to adjust to the way I like to do things. Okay, cool. So mm-hmm. I'm going to still be with you. I'm probably still doing it with you, but it's probably going to be more fun to do it with Paul over there because Paul and I have great sex and we have okay conversation, but I have way better conversations with you, Peter. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I went through a phase where I had like a rotation, three men, okay? And I wasn't seeing them. Yeah, I wasn't seeing them all the time, con- like consistently, like, today I'm with Bob, tomorrow I'm with Peter, the next day I'm with Paul. No, it was like, I'll go a certain amount of time without talking to one of them. But if he hit me up and I feel like hanging out with him, we're hanging out. Because I know that when I hang out with this specific person, this is what I'm getting out of them. And it was fun. And I know that when I hang out with that specific person, this is what I'm getting out of them. And it's fun. Um, But listen, when you find somebody that meets all those needs, (laughs) that's when you get a little cray cray. And you're like, sir, we're in a relationship. Exactly. <laughs> and that's yeah. what I'm trying not to be. <laughs> Mr. We're in a... So now I feel like, you know, I can understand why everybody was always like, so what are we, Deidre? You know? Yeah. I, I get it. Like, I get the importance of, of titles. I do. But I've always believed, like, and you made a lot of good points. Like, a lot of people associate the title with, with the ownership. Yeah. Like, For example, I've been seeing these videos going around of like people playing pranks on like their husbands or their wives where they'll call another person's name. Like they'll fake answer like a FaceTime Mm -hmm. call and then they'll be like, oh, hey, so and so. Or they'll say I'm with my friend in front of like their husband or their wife to see if they'll Mm. get a reaction. And like you'll see the wives be like, oh, I'm your friend. Who's your friend? I'm your wife. And like they'll get pissed off. Right. I just I don't I like. I'm about to get married and I'm just like, the only thing that's about to change in this bitch is my last name. Possibly like, I just, I don't feel like I'm going to be like, you didn't call me your wife today. Like, Oh my God. Like I just don't feel that way. But the reason I think the the biggest reason I don't feel that way is because of course my fiance is the love of my life. Right. But I did have another big love in my life. Yeah. That was a situationship. We never made it quote unquote official because of distance and other circumstances. Yeah. But that was a very like healthy, you know, positive, like I deeply cared about that person. They deeply cared about me. Like it was a beautiful thing without a title for years. And it wasn't because that person didn't want to give me a title. It's not because I didn't want it. It's just because logistically it didn't make sense for us to be calling each other boyfriend or girlfriend when we lived in different places yeah but it was definitely a situationship and for that reason i'm just not big on like i 
I'm I'm on both sides because at the same time, I think that people do use situationships and talking and, oh, we're having fun to take advantage of people. Absolutely. Bring them along and be like, oh, well, I'm, you know, I'm getting all of this from you, but Mm -hmm. I don't want to tie down. I don't want to be committed. I think for a lot of people, commitment is scary. And it means that you can't have the freedom and the fun that you want to have. Yeah, that's what Um, it is. So that's why they choose like talking (laughs) instead of... And you know what's funny? Because there's nothing wrong with that. It's just a matter of honesty. Because me and my dude were very honest with each other about that when we started to get close. Like, yo, I love your ass a lot, but I'm still enjoying that freedom that comes with being single. We were both on that same page and we were okay with that. You know why? Because we were honest with each other about that. You know, like, we weren't like lying, like, you know, no, I'm just not an emotional state to be in a... No, I still enjoy this freedom that comes with being single. So that's where things get murky. Because like you said, you get these people who take advantage of more monogamous type people. And what it is, is those people are enjoying those benefits of being in a relationship. Like everybody loves what you feel like when you're in a relationship, when things are great. Those perks that come with being in a relationship, you know, that comfort, the home cooked meal, the guaranteed sex, as long as everybody's good, you know? So they want to, you know, cash in on all that, but then they don't want to commit to somebody. Mm. And then they lie about why, when really they just enjoy the freedom and they want to have options. And it's like, if you just be honest, I'm sure there are other people, there are like-minded people who also enjoy options and y'all could just come to an understanding. So I did reach out to the audience. Fun. And I asked the audience if they could share some of their situationship stories with us. So I'm going to read them throughout the episode. But this one I thought was very interesting, mostly because it was a situationship that ended up sort of almost becoming something more. But one of the parties in there was like, hell nah, I ain't ready. So y'all ready for the story? Y'all ready for this tea? Okay. Girl, you know, I love people business. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) So... Of course, all of these stories are anonymous. If you guys email us any stories, any topics, DM us anything, of course, they'll always be anonymous. I don't care about your business. I just care about your stories. Anyway, so this person said, I met this guy at a bar where I was working. We've crossed paths over the past few years and he expressed interest in me. But majority of the time, I either found him obnoxious or I was in a relationship. Something about this time was different. So we started texting. Texting turned into a movie night at his place, which turned into me sleeping at his place multiple times a week for like three or four weeks. No sex, but I let him give me head a couple of times, though. You you go like a girl. So... She said, I didn't make it official because one, he gave me serial dater vibes and he had just gotten out of a less out of a serious relationship less than a month before we connected Two, I was only going to be home for a few months. So I'm guessing she's from the Virgin Islands and she was at home for a while. Okay. And three, I was still low key emotionally invested in someone else at the time. So this is something that I've noticed too. A lot of these situationships I heard about, it's like people who are like in the in-betweens of other like other relationships or like they're recovering or they're newly single or but they just want like companionship and you know what ends up happening for some odd reason those people myself included tend to end up attracting people who are ready for a real relationship right you know and it's like the fuck you know what i think that is that's this is just my personal theory i'm not a scientist okay i don't be knowing No, it's not an entanglement. You know what it is? It's because most people, when they just, when they're fresh out of a breakup, there's a lot of time that goes 
into them. They invest a lot of time into their self-love journey. So when you take the time to love on yourself, you make time for yourself. You're getting your rest. You're taking care of yourself. You'll be looking that, good as fuck. Exactly. That self-love, when you invest in yourself in that way, you radiate that energy. And because of that, everybody's attracted to you. And then so you get these people who are ready for a whole wife or husband who's attracted to you. And it's like, whoa there, buddy. Like, I wasn't looking for all of that, you know? So she basically said, this is how the, the story finishes out. She says, it was no, great. You Let me mute my mic because my neighbors are very ghetto. Okay. <laughs> so she said, it was great. We both gave each other the affection and comfort we really needed at the time. But it started getting weird when he started talking about marriage and baby talk in the sixth week. Was it with her, though? Because I feel like, you know, people can talk about things with you, but it doesn't have to be about you. I mean... I feel like maybe because I do that. Why do you do that? I'm like... I will first. I mean, but sometimes people talk about people talk about like their future plans, like or they yeah, just say like, like someday I want a kid. They right. do, yeah. Well, you know, I find this planet because me. Listen, anything that can be interpreted or misinterpreted into like I'm very what it is is I like my intentions to be very known. So anything that could potentially be interpreted as me trying to have a future with you and I know I don't want a future with you I avoid at all costs so I don't be talking about babies with people who there's no you know what I mean especially like it's just to, just to see like you know because what if she was really liking him and then he was like I don't never want to get married I don't ever want to have kids and well, and then it's like okay I'm, th- I'm glad we talked about this kind of on yeah. the low key I think yeah. it's good and to put the interest out on the table but maybe he was on some like I try Girl. Are you trying to yeah. try and breed it? So, so speaking it. of that, speaking of like boundaries, a lot of people go through the talking stage for like long periods of time. Um, so I okay, so there's two different types of talking for me. There's the talking where we know we're in a situation ship mm-hmm. and we sort of establish comfort with that or whatever, and then there's the talking where it's like we have intentions on someday dating. However, neither side is on some like, okay, what are we? We've been talking for four months. So my question is, how long should you talk to someone? If your intention is dating them, how long is an okay time to talk before it's official? Is it? Ba- I have one quick question before we answer that. Mm-hmm. Is it weird that I r- despise the fact that dating is the word that's used to define a relationship? Because for me, dating is very casual. Like when I say I'm dating anybody, that's just that. We're going on dates, we're courting, we're enjoying each other, we're getting to know each other. Dating for me goes hand in hand with talking. If we evolve from talking, we're in a relationship. Ain't no dating. But also, maybe, does that make sense? Like, yeah. yeah. But I think, I think everybody has different definitions of dating because I've heard people say, I dated so and so for this many years and i'm just like oh so you were in a relationship with them right yeah i mean the same thing i'm like oh okay for me dating is like i was seeing this person casually for a while but it never became anything serious yeah see when i when i specifically refer to myself as dating someone it's just that we're going we're just casually we're dating we're going on dates we're enjoying each other when we like talking to me is um friends with benefits yeah. Does that I make sense? Generation, yeah, I just think our generation we complicate has, things so much. Yeah, we complicate everything that we have to 
really ask like okay what is dating to you like yeah so we can you know what that right there that's a gem sis because maybe maybe it could start there with people asking the other what do let's define what each step means to us that's a good way to make sure we're on the same page because like for most people dating is a relationship for me dating is casual for me a relationship is the next step after dating um so I guess to answer your question, I don't know how long is too long to be talking to somebody before you end up in a relationship. Three to four months. I say three to four months. Really? If you don't know if you like me after three months and you want to, you know, move into a relationship, I give you the extra, the extra yeah. trial 30 days. And then yeah. after that, that's I get it. that. Like, I get that. That's reasonable. You, you need to push it forward because five months, six months. That's half a year. You you wasting a lot of time, and I could be on the market dating somebody else. So, let me just raise my hand because I feel very like <laughs> dragged right now. What if? <laughs> do, okay, and this is another thing about those definitions because for me, until we establish we are in a relationship, it's a free for all. I'm seeing you and whoever else interests me. Until we decide that we want to be, you know what I mean? So during that talking phase, um, I don't feel like it's a waste of time because it's like, I'm not only investing this time in you. You know what I mean? I make it clear to my niggas, like, listen, I like you a lot. I enjoy you. But until we define this as something else, please understand that I am waiting for you. I'm hanging out with who I want to hang out with. I'm hanging out with who... I think more women need to do that because honestly, and this may be like a generalization or whatever, but based off what I'm hearing from my male friends and, and even from my fiance, when we first started talking, like they're talking to other people. They're absolutely talking to other people. They're they're doing dating the quote unquote right way. Like they're out here, you know, scouting and, (laughs) and testing the waters. And when they decide like, okay, this one girl, I really like her. Then they start to like tone it down and shit. Even my situationship, like while we were in a situationship, we were still talking to other people. And sometimes, you know, there, there were periods of time, like in that span of what, six, seven years where he was like, I'm talking to this girl that I really, really like. And that was like my cue. And I was like, cool. See you in two years. Well, y'all probably don't work out. Like, and neither of us was tripping. Like, yeah. We just used to go but about our business. I mean, you guys it have a very messy. unique dynamic. Exactly. Yeah, it was but you it guys had a very unique dynamic too, too. Hey, Aiza. We were I saying, uh, I didn't hear India just now. Sorry, India. I didn't hear you either. Oh, Sorry. I was just saying that seemed like, you know, that first love type of thing where it's kind of like, you know, we got what's understood don't need to be explained. Boom. That's like yeah. the most yeah. But I feel like people <laughs> use what's understood don't need to be, don't need to be explained For to like. Yeah, to as a cop out and to take advantage of other people, like they take it too far. And to me, I've had guys like quote unquote date me, or or we were talking for like months, even though they knew like my intention is like to be your girlfriend, like I want to mm -hmm. be in a relationship. And they would be like, you know, I'm I just I want to take things slow, but the (laughs) truth is, I want to be single for as long as I can possibly be single, right? Exactly. So I get what you're saying, Deidre, but I also think, like, that's why I asked, like, there needs to be a time limit. Like, when do we make the decision? But here's the thing. That's where it goes down to, like, for me anyway, autonomy. Like, 
like the, the guy I dated him and I were talking to each other for two years and I had to be the one to break it off because I was always very clear like dude I am not looking to be in a relationship. I'm not ready. And he would be like, okay, no worries. He was always saying he was willing to wait, but then we would always end up having those conversations of me having to reiterate that. And for me, it's like, I know that I could do this forever. If you cannot, everybody needs to set a time limit for themselves. And everybody has the right to tell the other person, yo, this talking thing is cute but this is the longest I'm willing to put up with it. You have the right to say that. And that's not trying to control that person. That's stating your boundary. And if that person is ready when that time limit is up, great. And if they're not, move on because there's plenty of fish in the sea and there's other people that you're going to be attracted to and that's going to be attracted to you. Like we need to stop limiting ourselves to the one person we like. Like, no, because that person is on a completely different life mission than you are. And if they're not ready, they're just not ready. And you deserve somebody who's aligned with you. So I ended up having to break it off with this dude because mm-hmm. it's like, so, like you obviously gonna wait six years if that's how long I want to take. And then it also came down to me having a responsibility to say, you know what, Deidre, realistically, you're not ready for a relationship. And even if you were, you probably don't want one with him. You actually don't want one with him. So now you need to be more honest. You need to be more responsible, you know, because now you just, it, it's reckless at that point, you know, when you drag, when you drag people along what's the word i look at string people along that's That's another thing i think i want people to think about especially women sometimes after that three-month trial period the final winner probably ain't you like and it's okay like i think we get i used to get so mad when a guy would be like you know what it's been nice but like you're probably just not the girl for me or whatever i used to get heated (laughs) but like to you I mean, some, that to you? sometimes we used to have the conversation and sometimes we didn't like they would just be, mm-hmm. I think my, my issue was always clarity. And I think that's the biggest thing that's going to come up in, in this topic of conversation. And in the yeah. stories we read is that yeah. people weren't like communicating like, yo, if you are not interested in me, you don't need exactly. to be fucking me. Right. Like I, exactly. Oh. And see what it also turns into or not turns into, but what it also shows is that, like we said earlier, they are dating other people. You're not the only person there with. So it's not so much that they don't like you. They just found somebody that they happen to like more. Mm. So rather than investing, if y'all are in this casual talking phase, stop putting all your eggs in one basket because he's not doing that and what happens is he ends not all the time but when you end up getting kicked to the curb is because he ended up finding somebody that he was more attracted to or that he felt like he connected with more and now you are here mad at him because he wasted your time no mama you wasted your own time because you could have been talking to other people too so let me ask y'all this um do y'all think that like our generation has commitment phobia and not just our generation. Cause I know Gen Z is like they're 18, 19. So they're of dating age, but like, do you Girl, think Gen Z we're afraid? <laughs> I love them. They're, they don't I live. Fuck, but... I live. I want to be with them. Okay. I want to go. <laughs> we'll have two men. Okay. I'm a girlfriend or some wild shit. I'm like, can yeah. I mom? Can I be a part of that? <laughs> but do y'all think like, we we're afraid of relationships. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Like, yeah, I'm I feel like our generation is very afraid. Like even like just the conversation I had with you before mm-hmm. uh we started recording. And then like I find myself I feel like I've never been the type of girl that's like, oh my God, my fairy tale wedding. Like I've never been that type of girl. And like 
I feel like when I got into a relationship, a serious relationship, I was like, okay, when we getting married, what we doing? Like, you know, I'm ready. But then as I feel like as I get older, I'm like, now it's it's kind of like it switched. Like now he's talking more like, okay, so what are our plans? Like, when do you want to get married? And I'm like, I'm not really ready yet. Pump the brakes, please. Yeah, I just, I just feel like I'm just not ready. And honestly, I don't even know why I'm not ready. I just, just feel like, you know, they say you're, it's never the perfect time. Yeah. You're never going to be ready to, you know, get married. Sometimes it is. Yeah. Sometimes it is. I just, I don't know. I just, I'm really scared. I guess it is commitment phobia. I just feel like I'm really scared of making really big decisions, like having kids, buying Mm. a house, getting married, Mm. even getting tattoos. Like I really want a tattoo, but I'm just so scared that once I get it, I'm going to regret it. What? Girl, go to therapy. Oh, I just started yesterday. Yes. Stick with it. Stick with therapy over here. Listen, Wednesday is the start of my week because I talk to my therapist every Wednesday. That's the top of the week for me. Okay. And Shana had a great conversation. I had a whole meltdown with her today and it was lovely. Okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, honestly, though, like. What I will say is I I do think that our generation has a level of commitment phobia, but there's a lot of things that contribute to it. It's not just that people don't want to be in relationships. It's because marriage isn't what it used to be, right? And I know we have a lot of married people that listen to this podcast, but hear me out. It's not what it used to be. At the end of the day, it's a business decision, okay? Because I've been with the same person going on six years now, and we haven't been married the entire time. Like, we just got engaged. And honestly, all the marriage is changing is, like, some legal shit. And God forbid something happens to him, then I'll be okay. And, like, you know, we'll, we'll start a life together. But we had to sit down and talk about it. And I literally said to him, I don't want the same bank account Mm -hmm. as you. Like... I might not even change my last name and I need you to be okay with that. Like I might not want kids and it's just stuff that we talked about that we had to both like be Mm -hmm. okay with. Um, But I didn't realize how scary the idea of marriage was until I got engaged. Before I got engaged, everybody was like, when are you guys going to get married? When are you going to do this? And I was always like, that's a very big commitment. No, but like, and, Honestly, like a part of me was also excited though. Like I was like, okay, but when are, yeah. when are we going to get married? Like I want to get married. But then the minute we got engaged, I was like, oh shit. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. Like this is the last dude. I'm and, like, I just, mean, he don't you have think to about be the finality of it all. Yeah. He's monogamous. Oh. I respect it. No, but like. <laughs> But, like, so stuff like that, stuff, I thought about stuff like that, and it was scary because it's like, yo, like, I personally don't think that human beings, at least all human beings, are meant to be with just one person for their entire life, right? So the idea of a monogamous, like, marriage and stuff like that, like, I had to sort of come to terms with it and be like, okay, is this really what I want? And then, of course, when I decided, like, okay, yeah, this is something that I actually want, then Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, we can move forward, we can do the commitment, but... It's, mm-hmm. it's scary because it's such a, it's a big yeah, decision. So and scary. yeah. And then two, I think, and, and I think India made a great point. Sometimes you get into a relationship and some people have this like dating for marriage mentality. Right. And then some people have the like, 
I'm dating somebody because I like being with them, but the end goal isn't necessarily marriage. I don't think enough people date just to date or enter relationships just to enter relationships and to enjoy people's people are on some yeah yeah, people are on some like if you're not dating me if your end goal is in marriage don't talk which is so wild to me but you know why it's wild to me because how the fuck do you even know that you want to marry somebody that you're dating unless you date exactly because then it's like okay so we're dating i realize you know what i don't see myself being married to your ass okay now i gotta break up with you cool what's like like, can you imagine if like i entered every relationship i've ever been in in my life with like if you were not trying to marry me like i would be married to the first asshole like i dated and that would be trash hello hello and that right there what the, the point you just made, Jay, is exactly why I spent the last couple of years so adamant about not committing to anybody in a relationship. Because a lot of people, their idea of a relationship is there. there's this timeline that everybody puts on themselves. Like, so first comes us dating and relation, whatever the friggin' steps are, those particular blurs. But then it's like, then we're going to become like a couple couple and then I'm going to propose to you and then we're going to get married and then have babies. And it's like, I don't want to create a timeline i just want to enjoy you and throughout that process of enjoying each other if we realize yo i really want to be with your mother's come forever then nigga we getting married but i don't want that to be like the condition like if i'm gonna be in a relationship with you we have to be able to get married like because i might realize after two years that i don't like your mother's gone i might not like you okay that's good i mean i like the fact that you're like you know if I don't, then that's it. I just feel like I did go into the relationship and I was like, I want this to be my husband, yeah. you know? Mm. And not that I don't feel like that now. I, I feel like, you know, this is who I want to be with. Yeah. But looking back on like my college career, like all my situationships, I was just like dating to have a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I wasn't dating to figure out, you know, what I liked and what I didn't like. Mm-hmm. And so even though with those situationships, I did figure it out. Mm-hmm. I still wish I would have, you know, been a, you know, post-grad. Because I got into issues, like, basically right out of college. Mm-hmm. So, I wish I would have, like, you know, dated more. Like, Dietrich, you sound like you just had, you had the time of your life. And I'm like... <laughs> it's not I too was, late. I wish I it's not too late. Listen. Let me tell you something. I started this, I started this kind of old, okay? Because I was, I had just, I was, what, 26 when I decided this is how I'm going to date. I'm not going to date with the expectation to get married. I'm going to date for me to, so I can have fun. And if I'm having fun and you having fun, we equally having fun. I believe in that, like, individuality. Like, I'm going to focus on me. Make me who I am. Make me a whole person. You do the same for you. Are we come together and share in that. Listen, and, and it's, it's just going to be lit. It's, even when you're in a relationship, and of course, this is not me telling you like leave your mind and like yeah no like, by any means i'm not trying to tell you how to date girl <laughs> but at the same at the same time like i was with my fiance for we had been together almost four years and then we broke up um and the reason we broke up was because i was like yo i feel like i haven't lived my life um i feel like i haven't done xyz I don't have a master's degree. Like I have all this stuff that I want to do. And I feel like for me, I need to do it without you being my boyfriend. Right. Mm -hmm. I need to do it single. I need to do it independently. I need to do it away from this relationship. And of course it was hard and it was hard for him to understand, but we broke. And the crazy part is when we broke up, like there was no intention of us getting back together. Right. Um, I wanted to go do my own thing. And I was like, I, I need to, because we had dated since my sophomore or 
junior year in college. I can't even remember when we started dating at undergrad, but we had been together at that point for so long. Like I graduated undergrad with you. You got your graduate degree Mm -hmm. while we were together. Like we went straight from that. And then he had this job offer and we were going to go straight from like me leaving undergrad to moving to Arizona together. Right. And I was like, I feel like I'm skipping steps. Like, Mm. I feel like I haven't done like wild, which I, I did plenty of wild, crazy shit before I started dating him, but I was older and more mature. And I was like, I want to, I want to pay rent in my own apartment with my name on the lease, just little things like that. I really needed. Um, so we broke up and, and we took that break. Right. And in that time, I didn't, I didn't date other people. I didn't really get seriously involved with anybody else, but looking back, like, I'm so glad I did that shit because of course we ended up getting back together and that was unplanned. Like us being engaged and all that stuff. If you had told me that in 2017, when we had broken up, I'd have been like, bitch, whatever. But look at that. Right. So it ended up working out. Um, It ended up working out, but it's the fact that, you know, you have to be able to recognize, like, I care about you. But for me to feel like I have this completely fulfilled life and to do what I need to do, like, I need to do this by myself. And honestly, like if, if the person that you're meant to be with is like, if that's the person you're meant to be with, like, you know how people say that bullshit, like, Oh, y'all will get back together if it's meant to be. Yeah. It's legit because it happens. Um, but yeah, I think, I think a part of the reason we're so afraid to commit as a generation is because for so many people, commitment means like you mine for the rest of your life and everything you do involves me. Everything you do, I have to be player two in Mm. that shit. Like there's nothing you do on your own. And I think people need to start really looking at relationships differently because whether you're dating for fun or dating to get married, you're still an individual person. Exactly. And you have to take care of yourself. I think it's two things. I think in addition to what you just mentioned, which is that nobody wants to lose their individuality and people need to read this. Like they need to understand that being in a relationship doesn't mean you don't get to be an individual person. That's one. People are afraid of that. But I also think that we had some shit ass examples of relationships from the generation prior. I'm sorry, but the men in my life, the men who had a hand in, in my upbringing had a lot to do with why I became the person that I was. Cause I used to be on some, I'll be damned if anybody ever cheated on me. I'll cheat on your ass first. The men in my life were trash. I love them to death, but they were not kind to the women. Like my mom, my aunties, like the women who raised me, they deserved better period. And because of that, I was a very little girl when I decided men, at least the men that I see, they don't treat the women right. And the men ain't going to treat, they're not going to treat me like that when I'm grown. I used to say that as a little girl, I was under 10 knowing that when I end up, when I'm grown, I'm not going to be feeling the way they're feeling right now. You know what I mean? So we had some really shit examples. And then we also have fear of missing out because come on, a big part of it is what if this like, yeah, I love you. I really enjoy you. But what if there's somebody out there who I love and enjoy even more than you. Fear of missing out is a big thing, you know? And it's because not one person can meet every single one of your needs. Sometimes you meet somebody who does, because <laughs> I ain't talking about this fashion. Because <laughs> I've been slowing down, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> she put up, fear of missing she put up. Out she put up. I, like you. I like my mom, I don't know. I love you, but I don't know. That's my nigga. I fuck with him. <laughs> he was just texting me. I'm like, nigga, don't be texting me. I'm recording. <laughs> like, 
so, so let me ask y'all this. And, and India, I want to ask you specifically because so much of what you do is, is media and social media. And I feel like you've been really involved in like how we interact um, with social media, especially like those of us who were like in college and sort of getting out. Do you feel like our, I don't even want to say our generation, because I know for a fact that people who are older than us still fall to this too, because everybody uses the internet. Um, do y'all feel like a lot of the, what people think they want is based on what they see online? Like people think they want to date to marry, but what they really want is a wedding or yeah, they want no, to be booed up like the couples they see online. Oh yeah. Cause like how you were talking about fear of missing out, stuff like that. Like me, my relationship is good. Like we love each other. We're good. Like, you know, everything's great. But then I see, I'm, I'm just going to say, I see Ari and I see Jada and I'm like, okay, I want uh, a Lamborghini truck like where I want to get flewed out to Jamaica and wake up with a Birkin. Like, <laughs> rapper? And like people be, I feel like people like, you know, they come down on those type of girls, but I'm like, you like, are you really going to sit at home and tell me you scrolling and you don't wish you had a nigga giving you stags, giving you Birkins, giving you whatever you want when you wake up in the morning. Exactly. First of all, those women, they know their worth. Okay. You're not going to be up running up with me and you're not like, you're going to compensate me. Okay. (laughs) You're not going to run up. Like, sir, these women know their worth and people trying to shame them for it. Cause like you said, they want that shit. Okay. And they met and you know it's yeah I, it's like you said the fear of missing out you sometimes you i just like you like we talked earlier the grass isn't always green on the other side so i nope. just you know i am grateful for my relationship so i just leave it at that yeah i feel honestly jay like yeah there's a lot of people who don't necessarily want the person that they're with they just want that picture they want to be able to say, yeah, I got married. We had this lovely wedding. He proposed to me with a helicopter and whatever the fuck else right. people do. To They want the production. They don't mm-hmm. want the actual marriage. They don't give a damn about the marriage. Half of them don't even like their partner. <laughs> you know what I mean? Some of them do. Let's be clear. But like you said, we look in our social media. We're looking at these couples, couple goals. Hey, Isaiah, you know how I feel about couple goals. You know I, I said, hate that shit. Which episode we... Yeah, you don't so, know what's going so, on when they yeah. stop recording. You that know? was on our entanglement episode. We talked mm-hmm. about couple goals and how people kind of make Jada and Will like relationship goals, and then and I don't know where that came from because baby, they ain't never been my relationship. <laughs> you know what's crazy? <laughs> you know, like, like the, people like they see them, they make relationship goals. They see couples and they just decide, oh, that's the relationship I want. Yeah. You don't want their relationship. You want what you see. You see two like, good-looking people who seem to. Love love each other i think will and jada love each other i do yeah i i do too it's just especially for from my experience like people project a lot when it comes to me and my relationship right Mm. and they're like oh you know these guys out here playing and i just want something serious like you and steven and y'all are goals and y'all are engaged and y'all about to get married and people do that to me a lot like i'll say something i'll be like oh girl you good you about to get married like and I've said it before on this podcast, this dude could be in this apartment, like choke slamming me for fun. And y'all wouldn't know because people are just yeah. like, she has a ring and that's all that matters. And it's like, you could text her. I told, I told him if he wanted to propose to me while puppy, we good. Like I didn't Aww. want her. I just, 
I had a very, we have a very non-traditional idea of, of, of marriage and what we want. It's just, I feel like people, that's the goal for them. It's just marriage, Mm -hmm. no matter what marriage. And it's, uh, I'm trying to say this without people thinking that like, I hate my fiance or like sound ungrateful, but I really want to emphasize that like, it's not, it's not what it's cracked up to be. It's not all sunshine and butterflies and you cuddled up with your partner and like the sky is sparkling outside. And like, it's not that all the time. There are many days where I'm very, very like, oh my God, I'm so happy I'm with you. Right. But there are also days where it's like, stop talking to me. Why are you here? Like, <laughs> that's how we go. And it's normal and like, because we're human beings. So you what? Yeah, I want to hear a joke. One of my, one of my best friends, she and I go way back. Okay. When I was with Dylan's dad, him and I were never married, but we lived together for years. And she was, I mean, technically she was single, but she, she had a boyfriend. I like, she had a boyfriend, but they didn't live together. It was one of those young relationship situationship kind of things on again off again but I remember her she would always make reference to how good I have it because me and Linda live together and all this stuff and I'm like sis I fucking hate this shit like I love him but I hate living with him <laughs> like I hate those things like this our dynamic is not the same when we live together like it was just so much that and then now the roles are reversed so she's married now and this is her first time living with a partner. And she's like, yo, I fucking hate living. Like, she's like, I love my husband. Like, I love him. But sharing a house with somebody is trash. And I'm like, yeah. I, I, I was trying to tell you this this whole time. <laughs> like, like I'm, people, <laughs> I'm just scared that like, like, cause just how you asked the question. Yeah. I don't even want to be married right now, but I do want to ring. But mm-hmm. I'm constantly telling my boyfriend, like, I'm not ready. I just want to ring. So when I send you marriage stuff, it's just because I just like the picture. Like, you know, yeah. and I'm just scared that, like, you know, if I do get engaged or do get married, that things are going to just change so much to where it's like, yeah, I'm going to hate you. Because I'm such a, I'm just not an in-between person. Like, there's no gray with me. I'm like black or white. So right now I'm like, oh my God, I love you. Like, we're long distance. So I'm like, dang, I wish I was with you, you know, all this stuff. But then mm-hmm. if we get engaged to get married, I'm scared that it's going to be like, oh, this is not what I asked for. And I would hate to get a divorce. And I'm, I'm the type of person that's like, if I'm done, I'm done. And so that's why <laughs> I feel like I'm just so weird. Like, why do you think it would change, though? Like, why do you think that you guys getting engaged would change I you guys' relationship? If you got an, engaged, I'm assuming you guys would live together, right? Right, right, right. And I feel like, I mean, that's what, that is what I want. Mm-hmm. I want us to be together or whatever. But I don't think us personally would change because I like I had an apartment and he stayed there all the time. I know it's not the same as living, but yeah. he stayed for an extensive amount of time. And I just feel like like I kind of I guess it goes back to the title thing. Like I just feel like the title just makes it that much more serious, that much more intense to where. Mm-hmm. And then I I mean my parents are together. I've seen the um I guess what you would call a successful marriage. You know, no marriage is perfect, but I'm just scared of what marriage is going to bring. Like, mm-hmm. like you said, marriage isn't the same as it was before. It's different in 2020. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know what to expect. And it's just, it's just, I wish that I could always just, just see the future. Like, is this the right decision? Yeah. I mean, my, my best advice is, I mean, I know people say communication and it kind of gets overrated after a while when you keep pushing communication. But when you are in a long-term relationship, the best advice I ever received, I don't even know if she listens to this podcast, but it was from one of my Miss Prairie View sisters. And when me and Steven were like long-term, but not engaged yet, she was like, well, do you think he's going to propose before you go to Arizona? Like what's going to happen? I was like, I don't know. Um, and she was like, are you comfortable with moving to another state for a person without knowing if they're going to propose? And I was like, I explained to her that I don't place that much value on 
engagement, right? Yeah. Like I don't put his, I don't put the the value of his commitment to me on whether or not we're engaged. Right. I put it on his word and and who we are as people. And if we don't work out, it's a plane flight back to Texas. Like I'm very much like, oh, we broke up. Cool. I'll see you later. Right. Like life I've, I've learned, and this is from our relationship ending before and just things that I've gone through before. I've learned that like you can start over as many times as you want to, even though it's going to, it's going to fucking suck, but you can do it. Right. But with that, um, like me and Steven had to have a conversation and I asked him, what are you, okay, so her advice to me was that conversation. She was like, before you even get engaged, before you even know that he's thinking about it or whatever, she was like, you need to talk to your partner about their views on marriage, mm-hmm. what they expect when you get married. And she was like, yeah, no, she was seriously, she was like, you need to ask them what their views on marriage are, what they expect when you get married. She was like, if you have feelings about changing your last name, you need to have that conversation with your partner and be like, do you expect me to change my last name and why? Because men who I've realized, men who put a lot of value on, you need to change your last name to mine. They Mm -hmm. have certain views about what Mm -hmm. the role of a wife is supposed to be. Mm -hmm. She was like, you need to ask him how often he expects sex and whether or not that's going to change just because y'all are married. You need to just... All of these questions, right? You need to put out on the table and y'all need to have a serious conversation about it. Why? Because for some people, the minute they say, I pronounce you man and wife, they'd be like, I bitch, go make me a sandwich. You're my wife. Yeah, that's your job, right? Hey, now if I had this conversation, <laughs> but it's true. I'd be like, I'm about to come to Arizona and I'm gonna cry because it's your fault. No, <laughs> no but, I mean, but it's it's so important to have that conversation. Those conversations yeah. matter so much, and just like as I was saying, me personally, marriage, like. Oh, we're husband and wife. That shit don't mean nothing to me because husband, you could be married and they're gonna still fucking cheat on yours with seventeen different yeah. women. Not saying not all men do it. I'm just saying for me, that title means nothing. How you treat me means everything. Like I would rather be in a relationship with somebody who's going to treat me like a goddess and a queen than married to somebody who's going to treat me like trash just because they married me. That's number right. one. And then, and then what if I get bored or what if he gets bored? Right. Like, you know, then y'all need to, like that, but, this is but that right there, too. that's where that conversation comes in. Cause you don't need like the way I feel is if you're going to marry somebody is cause you know, for a fact you love and want them. You have no questions in your mind about them. You see what I'm saying? If you wonder like, Oh, what if that's not your man, that's not your partner. I'm not no, saying that's not your I boyfriend, disagree. but I mean like for me personally, that's a big leap. So I'm not going to commit to marrying somebody. If I think that there's a chance I don't want to be with them. And I know that it's possible to change your mind about wanting to be in a relationship. I think alignment means everything. So, but for me, like, I would rather be with a partner where we say, yo, if after 10 years we need a little switch up, we're going to try something different. I'd rather marry some, you know, but that's where alignment comes in and having those conversations early. Like, like Miss Prairie Review sis was like, uh, these are the questions you need to ask. Listen, she Here's put it why. all on the table. She was like, you need to talk about this, 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 and that. But I will say, though, there will be moments, no matter how long you've been with somebody, no of matter course. how much you love somebody, where you're like, Am I sure? Is this what I want to do? And you need to ask yourself that. And people see it as like a a red flag, but I had those same questions in my mind when I was about to buy my car. I had those same questions in my mind when I, when I was about to get this dumbass tattoo on my wrist. Like I, I I actually don't like it now, but whatever. It's, it's like, it's it's still cute, but I don't like it. Um, but (laughs) like, 
you ask yourself those questions before you make any major decision. And it's normal for that to come up in a serious relationship or when you're engaged. And like we were talking about, you know, talking and dating and situationships. If those questions aren't coming up for you and you just ride in the train and not asking like, what's going on? Am I sure I want to be here? Like you need to be constantly checking with yourself and checking with your partner or checking yeah. with you, whoever you're talking to, because people change. Sometimes yeah. you're in a situation ship and the end goal was a relationship. And then the person decides like, maybe this isn't for me. And maybe I don't want to date somebody or maybe yeah. you make that decision. Mm-hmm. So I want to actually reach out another submission from an audience member who Okay. She actually was in a situation with the person who became the father of her kids, right? Ew. And based off of what I read, it wasn't supposed to end that way, but shit changes. So I'm going to read y'all this. So she said, we met when I was 16. He was 18. Um, he went to the military. We lost contact. I moved to Maryland in 2007. There was a coincidence that his family happened to live nearby. He was stationed uh, six hours away. And it was a short drive. So, of course, I'm guessing they used to see each other. Um, If you know about those military men, they love to marry. So he married. She said he married this batshit crazy broad. Anyway, here he is in Maryland every weekend to come look for me. Right? So this guy in a situation got married to somebody else, was still looking for this girl. So she said, fast forward, we're on a three-year break. She's living her best life. He's divorced. Yeah, with somebody who married. Yeah. So they stop messing around. Their situation ends. He ends up getting divorced. She's living her best life. He shows back up after being overseas. She said in all caps, plot twist, he's now my baby daddy. They have two kids. They are two of the most beautiful kids I've ever seen in my life. They live in a best life. But that was a situation ship, and one of the people in the situation ship was actually in a marriage, and then realized that his marriage wasn't what he wanted, and <laughs> he ended up with some kids out the situation. And this is why Ooh. keep that fuck, keep yeah. it. And this is why people get married for the wrong reasons because if him and his wife was in alignment, okay, if him and his wife really examined why they were getting married, he would not waste. They would not waste time being married, and now here he's stepping out on his marriage. Mm-mm. So, Mm-mm. so here's the type of situationships that I want to talk about. Have you ever, have you, have you guys ever been in a situationship where the person ended up deciding they wanted to be in a relationship, but it wasn't you? Yes. <laughs> and like, yes. how? So, how did that end? Like, did you stop talking to the person? Did you get mad? No, I didn't stop talking to him. Like, this is what ah. I was talking about. <laughs> so. To make a, what, six-year story short, <laughs> um, yes, I met him at PV, whatever, whatever. So at the time at PV, he was telling me he didn't have a girlfriend the whole time he had a girlfriend at home. And I found out from Instagram, but he was on campus and he was going to Houston every weekend. And at the time, I was just like, he was telling me they wasn't together. And so I was like, okay, well, whatever. So we was like messing around or whatever. Then it come to find out they was together. And he left PV, but he was still coming back. And I was still like messing around with him or whatever, whatever. Sophomore year, junior year, we still messing around. We still having sex. And 
he is like, I don't, he don't have a girlfriend. Then he would like, he, we would talk consistently, but not super consistent. So he would come be like, he'll hit me up whenever he's coming to PV. So I guess by like, I say sophomore, junior year, he was like coming maybe like once a month. So he'd be like, oh, I got a girlfriend. Let's come see her. And he'll still come see me. And at the time I was dumb. I was still messing with him when he had a girlfriend. And then I was just like, you know, when he would break up, when they would break up, he would come hang out with me. And I was just like, I mean, you know, hey, here I am. I want a relationship. We've been fucking for three years. Like, you know, when are we going to get together? And he just like putting it off, putting it off. He would get another girlfriend. He would tell me like, oh, I'm not ready for a relationship. We just broke up. He would get another girlfriend. And then I'm just still like, you know, why are you like, I like, we're like, like you said, he was everything that I thought I wanted. We had great sex great conversations friend hanging out but he just wouldn't make me my like his girlfriend and so I think the last time that you know I really was like okay I'm not messing with you no more he told me well this wasn't the last time one time he told me he wouldn't have he wouldn't make me his girlfriend because I had sex with somebody in his building freshman year before I even knew him so he basically was like on some slut shaming type shit Right. And I was just like, I didn't even know you then. I mean, I don't care. He lived in your building. Oh, well, he's like, we was cool. We we was friends. And I'm like, you don't even call this man your friend. But I feel like that was a cop out. But the very, very last time I stopped talking to him, I was at his house, having sex with him in the hood at his mama house on on the floor. And yeah, it was, it's, it, it's you know what? I've been saying I'm gonna write a book because it was crazy. But anyway, I just learned so much self-worth, you know, since then. But anyway, back to the story. He told me... And you, you guys, the faces Heiza and I are making is why she's like... Because Heiza and I are both like... Because girl. I hate these... these this, men. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead, girl. Sorry, sorry. I'm, no, Nobody knows the story with my friends. So the fact that I'm even saying this out loud is crazy. But he, told, he asked me, so when you get a boyfriend, are you still going to fuck with me? And I was like, no he was like but i'm still fucking with you and i was like but that's your choice and i was like i am not cheating on my boyfriend for you like i'm not doing that period right and so he was just like so mad he was like yeah whatever whatever and i was just like you know this nigga's really trash like he's cheating on his girlfriend i'm entertaining it and then he expects me to do the same thing just because that's what i'm doing and that's when i was like you know what this just needs to end and I did. I ended up getting a boyfriend. He saw it on Snap. This is still an era Snapchat. And I just blocked him and just cut it off. I was just like, we don't need to talk. This is just, this is just the end. Thank God for that. Because baby. Oh my God. Yeah. I've noticed that the person who's usually getting like most of the benefit out of the situationship is always the person who's like, oh, so now you're going to go date somebody. Yeah. Having a go. I, I'm the puppet master here. I was stringing you along. It's not it's, fair yep, if you try to do the same girl, thing. Like, that's a whole cycle. You know what that is? That's literal. And that's an that's a mirror of insecurity. It's me. I'm insecure. So I'm going to be out here. I'm going to fool around with you. And I'm going to enjoy all those benefits of being with you while I fool around with Katie and Sharisha and whatever these other girls' names are. I'm going to fool around with you mm-hmm. and them. And I'm going to keep you on the back burner. Because if by chance these girls don't work out, then I'll possibly make it work with you. And, and you're telling me oh you're so great you're this you're that you're the perfect girlfriend but i'm like i'm the perfect girlfriend but you would not make me yours exactly so I- so exactly so then it's like you're reflecting that insecurity because now you're sitting here putting up with it you're wasting all your time with this motherfucker who don't deserve you and it's like it's just back it's a it's a it's a cycle and then you have the audacity to meet somebody else 
Who do you think you are? Right. Girl, listen. Do y'all think we're a sex craze generation? Like, do you think like we're obsessed with sex? No, that's another thing I've seen too. We're not. Let me tell you something about. Go ahead, India, because I'm ready to drag all the. I don't think that we're sex craze. I feel like that's always been the thing, but I feel like Mm -hmm. we're the ones that's more vocal and just open and blatant in everybody's face with it. Exactly. That's That's the difference. That's literally it. Literally it. Because let me tell you something. Our parents are some freaks. Our grandparents, bigger freaks. Okay? Right. I've heard some stories. I've heard... Yeah, when I was a kid, I used to overhear. Yes, when I was a kid, I used to overhear stories of like, like my parents' peers talking about having walked in on their parents in the middle of a threesome and all kind of white shit. Them motherfuckers were some freaks. Okay, they just didn't have social media to put on. Okay, yeah, they didn't have YouTube to put on and to talk about it on. They didn't have podcasts to discuss it on. Okay, there were some freaks. Okay, anybody sex crazed? We just. I agree with that. I feel like so. I feel like our generation is always painted as this like commitment phobic, like everybody wants to just be casual friends with benefits. Like we're obsessed with sex. Like, yo, people been fucking since the beginning of time. Like, how do you think we yeah. got here? Cause they was fucking okay. In biblical the Bible, time, they was fucking. Like, if, you read, <laughs> if you read the Bible, if you read the Bible on that immaculate conception, you too will become pregnant. Okay. Sex the men babies if you let them tell it. You know what I do think it is though? I don't think I think what it really is is that our generation is more honest and vocal. Because back in them days, they were cheating on each other left and right. I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, and the host was talking about, I think her grandmother was like on her deathbed or something like that. And this might have been when the whole Will and Jada thing happened. I don't it was when the Will and Jada thing happened. And she said that her grandmother saw it. I said, you know, when your grandfather was alive, every time he cheated on me, I cheated right back. And I'm like, well, but of course, she only only she only now opened her mouth one because he did, <laughs> two because she's so old, like it don't matter now. But they were out here doing the most; they just weren't talking about it. And when they were, it was very hush hush, you know. Like, listen, I don't hear so many stories about my grandparents and the way they would listen. My grandfather was fooling around with my grandmother's best friend who had lived upstairs. And, it was mess, okay? And I'm like, what kind of people raising me? This ain't nothing new. It's just the fact that we're talking about it. We're more honest with each other and more vocal about it. But I think also, like, I think I we're honest and we're vocal. And I think that, you know, there have been people who, who've been honest and vocal for a long time. But I also think that marriage is viewed very differently now. Mm-hmm. So people... For for a lot of people, the goal isn't marriage anymore. And I don't think that should be viewed as a bad thing because, again, yeah. marriage is a business decision. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know about y'all, but y'all need to do some research if you think that marriage is just love and just faith mm-hmm. and just commitment. Like, no, it's a business decision. And yeah. historically, it benefits men more than women. So exactly. a lot of people aren't interested in 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 marriage and economically it's just not the the great decision that it used to be in terms of you know living with a partner like we're not making that much more money than we used to make 50 years ago yeah we're we're literally in debt like our financial situations are a lot worse than they used to be 50 years ago and moving in with somebody and living with them it's not making it that much better right it's really not so people aren't the goal 
isn't going to be marriage if marriage isn't as much of a benefit as it used to be. I think it's a very simple thing that's happening. It's yeah. not that our generation just wants to talk and be friends with benefits and fuck around. Of course, yeah, good for you if, if that's fun for you. But also, like, not everybody wants to get married. Like, and it's, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, marriage needs to... I, I, I really want for marriage to not be considered a life goal or not even so much a life goal because I think I don't want marriage to be considered a an adamant life goal. Like, oh, if you're a human being, you should expect to be married at some time in your life. No, it should just be one of those things where if it's for you, it's for you. If it's not, it's not. Because for one, like even going back to like your point about like his like history and all this jazz, back in the day, women needed husbands to support them financially. Women are making their own money now. So women, it's like there were things that women literally legally could not do without the permission without of having husband. a husband. Exactly. So now it's like yeah, I'm not going to sign a contract on all this bullshit. Like for what? I don't need you, nigga. Like I enjoy you. If I like you enough, yeah, we're going to do this shit. Yeah, but it's not a requirement for me. It's not the end all be all. Like I always say, and this is just if I find somebody that I end up with, great. If I don't, I'm going to be just as good. Like I'm going to be just fine with or without a husband. And that's the easiest and best way to find a partner. Like, because it's like, if you're constantly like expecting to be married at some point, you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself. And then that pressure you're putting on yourself, you're now putting on others. And then every time you meet somebody, it's what? Don't date me if you're not trying to marry me one day. Like, girl, worry about yourself. Have some fun. I don't think that, I mean, I don't think that marriage should be everyone's um, like life goal, but I don't think it's a bad goal to have because I it's think enough. that just goes along with you know wanting to have kids. Mm-hmm. Like um, I personally, when I saw my future, I honestly like we talked about earlier. I honestly didn't see myself married. I used to like being Mary Jane, and I was like, wow, I feel like this is gonna be me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be this single woman that's got a lot of money, that got a nice house, that just be going through niggas because I, at the time, like. I was just going through niggas at school and I was just like, I like, can't anybody even like me. And then, and then like when you are so focused on your career, you see that all the time, like niggas just don't stick around when you so focused on your career. But when I, when I think about what I want to have kids, like I see my parents together. So I do want to be married with, and then have a family unit. Yeah. And personally, the whole last name conversation, if I get married, I want my last name gone. Like mm-hmm. I want to be, well, with my husband and I don't, I haven't looked at the background and all the, you know, things about marriage. And I know that, you know, people say like marriage is a business thing. I just want, I personally would want to be one with my husband. I want my kids to have the same last name as me and my husband. And I don't know. I mean, I'm not really a big fan of my last name. I don't really care about it. So I'm like, yes, like my man gave me a ring. We going he gonna get, he gonna be the, I, I like gender roles personally, but I am a fan of doing my own thing as well. So yeah. it don't gotta be like, like you said, bitch, get, make this sandwich. Nah, not like that. But I do want my man to be the protector, the provider, yeah. to be the head. And I want him to like, you know, lead. And But of course still have a say. I mean, it is 2020. So that's just what I think about marriage. I, I, I do wish it was more based on love. And I feel like that's just, I guess like, I'll talk about that in therapy. My commitment issues. I'm just so scared of, you know, making this huge decision and yeah. then making it on love. And then maybe and then all of being the wrong person. Yeah. Yeah. Happening. You should definitely factor in everything. But you know what? I agree with you that there's nothing wrong with marriage being a life goal. 
but it's, it shouldn't be required. It shouldn't just be something where every person feels like feels pressure to be married. And also yeah. the most important thing is if marriage is a life goal of yours, you need to figure out why. If you don't know clearly why you want to be married, then babe, if you want to be married for very shallow reasons, if you want to be married because you want to have bomb pictures, if you want to be married because you saw this gorgeous dress that the girl, you don't want to be married. You want some pictures. And y'all, let me tell you, that shit is expensive. And the minute you start seeing how much most of that shit really costs, it's going like, to suck that dream right on up. I believe it. Like, come on. Like, if, and that's, and that's the thing. To kill, and I want to be clear. This is not me trying to kill anybody's, anybody's dreams of a traditional marriage, right? I'm a very non-traditional person. I'm not going to have bridesmaids in my wedding. I'm not, not going to so have unconventional. No bridesmaids? I feel like no the reason why I I really want to be married. I mean, like I can say, I'm not ready for marriage. When I think about marriage right now, India 25, I'm like, wait till I had this bachelorette party though. See? Like, I can't wait. No, I'm, I'm having, I'm having a bachelorette. You better have a bachelorette party. But <laughs> what I'm saying is like, when I first started planning my wedding, I was like, okay, well, I guess I need bridesmaids and I guess I need to do this. And I guess I need to do that. I was going very much with the conventional, like traditional, what everybody else's idea was. And then one day me and my fiance realized like, yo, we don't want none of that shit. Like we want the chillest, most relaxed, like dope ass, like, so like there's gonna be that. less than like 30 people at our wedding right? i am so proud of y'all for but that. all that aside like i think what's important to take from this episode is that in situationships and relationships in marriages all this title stuff right titles are important to people who find them important right and at the end of the day you need to be putting feelers out there and figuring out what's important to the person that you're involved with right because if if the last thing on the person you're talking to's mind is a relationship, y'all going to be in a situationship for a while. <laughs> if the the first thing on their mind is marriage, you might be wanting a situationship. They might be wanting marriage. Like, mm-hmm. And you know what? what? I also want to revisit, you know, me seeming like I was shaming the what are we people? Because there's nothing wrong with being a what are we person. You know why? Because what that does is that, that gets you clarity. Who doesn't need to be shamed is those who lie to the what are we's. The ones who make up fake reasons for not wanting to be in a relationship when they could just be honest and say, yo, I want to explore more options. I want to, do- I don't want to be in a relationship. If you leading people on and making them feel like one day it could happen, just not right now. And you know, like this person is on a different page than you. That's where things get really messy and unfair and disgusting. So like, like here, as I said, it's all about, communication and clarity and making sure everybody's on the same page. Look what you and Steven do. Y'all said, yo, we don't want bridesmaids and all that shit. It's all about the two people who fucking, that's who it comes down to. I don't give a fuck what Mary thinks. I don't give a fuck what my mama think. Me and the person I dealt with, the person I'm involved with, what we want is what matters. What we both are interested in is what matters. Like, so that's this is, that. This is what I want to do. You. And I, I'll work on setting this up afterwards. And India, I think we're definitely going to invite you back for this. I want to do like a battle mm-hmm. of the sexes type episode. And I want to hear women's perspective on dating and talking in situationships. But I also want to hear from the men because I feel like people think that this is a gender thing and that men are strictly like commitment phobic when what I'm hearing is that women definitely can be too. So I think we need to get both both sides on the podcast. We need to have a straight up battle of the sexes series. And we need to talk about all these important 
topics as it relates to dating and get the opinions of both men and women. So we're definitely going to do that. If you guys are interested in being on that episode, make sure you DM us and let us know. Oh, yeah. We should do... You know what? We should really make the girls battle it out for a spot on that episode. We need to make these dudes submit, yeah. like, dissertations. Well, not dissertations. I ain't trying to make it crazy. No, like, you need to that tell me why you need to be We need some reasoning. We need to hear... Yeah. You know, Loki, we both... We all know um, Andre is a very fitted cat. <laughs> but... but- but we, we also want the guys who are out here dating because Andre... Exactly. Andre have a whole ass wife. We need somebody who's... Not ca- Not only the whole ass wife, they just had a whole ass baby. cute ass baby. Congratulations. Oh, she's the cutest little pie. Shout out oh to Issa. Hey. <laughs> hey. Welcome, baby. Oh, we need to make like merch specifically for her. Yeah, we're like going to make her like a beautiful people pod onesie. Yes, a beautiful people onesie and a little matching hat. Oh. And anyway, yeah, we need a single dude. So let's do that. Let's do a single dude or a dude who's in a situationship or two. All right. So let's do that. India, are you are you game to come back? You come yeah, back it's definitely. Oh, this is gonna be cute. So that means yes. the girls need to wear a color and the guys need to wear a color. It's going down. <laughs> it's All right. going so you guys, down. You guys heard it here first. We are going to have a battle of the sexes series on the Beautiful People podcast. So make sure you DM us if you're interested. With that being said, I think we're gonna wrap the episode right here. We have a lot to think about and a lot to talk about, and we're gonna promote it on social media so you guys can talk to us as well. Make sure you use hashtag Beautiful People Pod or just tag us on twitter on instagram on facebook india thank you so much for being on the pod i know we talked about a lot like we're so much that's what be happening girl oh my gosh this was good thank you so much for coming yes and i just want to say make sure y'all love yourselves whether it's like a guy or a girl listening just really love yourself i feel like college i'm not gonna say i didn't love myself but i definitely had a lot to learn which is why i ended up in those crazy ass Mm -hmm. relationships and it's really all about self-love and really exploring yeah. and there's nothing wrong with going through the trenches because you know you're gonna come out a beautiful butterfly at the end but amen don't get too wrapped up yeah shout out to that you know what i recently saw something this lady who i love so much she's so inspirational she said that like because i am right there with you here as i know i stay preaching about self-love but she said people need to realize the line and the difference between like a lack of self-love and simply not knowing because in college you didn't know now that you right. know you know better, so you're going to do better. Now, if you're not doing better, that's when self-love is lacking. But you're absolutely right. It's all about self-love. And we have to go through certain things in order to learn the things. And I really appreciate you sharing your experiences because girls need to hear that. Like, I was doing the same thing in college and, and, you know, allowing people to have that kind of access to me because I just, you know, I wanted to be in a relationship. And we live and we learn. So I'm glad that you came on here. I'm glad that you shared. Same. That's what this podcast is about. Yeah. But Deidre, you want you want to tell the people them by you? <laughs> Listen, I I gotta call my man. So bye. <laughs> Thank, Thank you guys for you guys. listening. We'll catch you guys next time. <laughs> bye. Good Up is hosted and produced by Deidre Ritter and Hey Isaac Quinones Ivory, and is a proud member of the Kicking It family. Find us on all social media platforms at GoodUpPod. Use hashtag GoodUpTuesday to continue the conversation and get access to exclusive bonus content at patreon.com slash GoodUpPodcast.